Hi, this is Robert Kiyosaki, and you're listening to Entrepreneur Circle, Eric Cabral. On this episode, when I talk to people about podcasting that are new to the idea of it, that are business owners, they they tend to, at least what I've found, it seems to be like a pattern that I tend to see is that people have this tendency to kind of look at it as undervalued of what it could be. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I love listening to Joe Rogan. You know, he's fine. And it's like, yeah, but this is something that could build your network. And there's a lot of benefits to this that I think you're missing. So I think they can almost go into the project like, yeah, man, let's create a podcast. We'll record some content together. And that's kind of a, a fun little thing. But then the real, once you actually, for people who've gotten into it and they're into it, they realize like, this is more than, than that. There's a lot more to this. And so just remember that like, this is like, think of it as almost an extension of your business. Hey there, folks, and welcome to the Entrepreneur's Circle, where we built a community that shares lessons learned throughout our journeys, celebrate wins, our eureka moments, and embrace the F word, meaning failure, which I've come to realize that failure is success in progress. I'm Eric Cabral, your host, a husband, a father of two brilliant girls, and I've been called a heart-centered entrepreneur by my peers and mentors. My mission in life is to make the world a better place, one mic at a time. So I'm happy and humble to have you join in on that mission. And I hope that by the end of the show, we would have added value in your life. So if you're ready to jump into the circle, let's get to it. Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com. Hey folks, I'm so glad you're here. I just wanted to intro this unique episode because it's not an actual episode of my show where I interview someone, but it's actually a show where I was interviewed on a podcast called Podcast Marketing Radio with the host Jake Anderson. And I knew that it was going to be a unique conversation uh, because he does sort of what we do and he produces podcasts for people and I've listen to and become a fan of his show. He says really cool things that I appreciate. So I knew we were going to have a conversation that was going to go deep on podcast marketing and how it really elevates your life and uh, relationships in life and business. So I hope you appreciate this show. It's really uh, 
a blessing to have people that I can tap into. And Jake Anderson is now one of those new dudes in my life. And I hope you appreciate this conversation on Podcast Marketing Radio. Eric, it's good to see you, man. Yeah, it's great to be here, Jake. Uh, do do a lot of your friends, especially now uh, that 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 this brand is coming back, this movie, Mister Anderson. Oh, you, you know, <laughs> dude, I watched The Matrix. Oh, it's so funny you bring this up. I watched The Matrix for the first time uh, a week ago, all the way through. Dude, I was no, drinking no, water. Kidding. I almost had a spit take. What? Yeah, the first That's time. Insane. And you know what I get more than that though is Jake from State Farm. <laughs> I mean, Jake from State Farm, if I had a dollar, I, yeah. it, I, I I seriously, I could kill it in insurance. If I really wanted to go into insurance and sell State Farm, anybody, I mean, I'm talking about all the way down from, from just like a local, like, you know, acquaintance yeah. down to just, you know, you go into Starbucks and they ask for your name for your, to write on your cup yeah. and you're like, Jake and the guy smirks. He's like, you mean Jake from State Farm? Like, Dude, no, that is crazy, <laughs> man. That, the, the, what they've done for that name. It's funny. Yeah, I know. Uh, every Jake that's listening can probably sympathize <laughs> with me. You're like, yeah, I sympathize with every Brandon right now. So but we're, we're, we're <laughs> yes. dating the podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's another one. Poor Brandon's. Anytime they're anytime they're doing well in life, it's like, let's go, Brandon. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too crazy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Matrix, great movie. Anybody who hasn't seen it or has delayed it as I have, um, go watch it. You're yeah. going to enjoy it. So, oh, yeah. Change your world, man. So tell me, um, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I, you know, I know you're you're in, you've got an investment group. You're really in the real estate, um, which I, I'm a, a fi- background comes from finance. So I'm like, ooh, this is like scratching the financial nerdy side, you know, of, <laughs> of who I am. Um, but, but you've got on-air brands and you do a lot with podcasts. You've been very successful. And I always, I'm always interested to know, um, especially when I see, you know, entrepreneurs who are, you know, pioneering their way through these different journeys. And then they get into this vein of podcasting like what was it about podcasting that pulled you into it and is there some story behind that that got you involved yeah i mean it was always something on my radar you know as a fan and as a consumer um i think i was listening back in the day when you can actually listen on ipods because i don't think the phone was out yet um so one of the early podcasts i was listening to was like nerdist podcast with chris hardwick and um that was really the only one, maybe another one, maybe revision three, like I'm a tech geek and fan of, of, of nerdy things as, as, as we heard the show, show, uh, kick off. <laughs> um, so that's all I really knew it for, uh, some, you know, guilty pleasures as I drove, uh, you know, to work on my commute. And, um, when it came time to being an entrepreneur, you know, and a business owner, it looked like a really perfect solution for, for my answer to the question. What is it you do? It seems like you're doing a lot. Are you creative? Are you real estate investor? I'm confused. Mm. So I thought maybe I should probably put something out there, one brand that holds everything. Um, And if you go to my website, uh, you see like all my companies and all my brands so that it was supposed to kind of service as that. And, and, And I didn't label it necessarily, maybe I did, but as a personal brand launch. Um, and that's that's really where it started. Really, just to uh, point people um, to to the door that that uh, they want to walk through. Yeah, and it's what's re- really powerful about being in podcasting, especially when you have 
you know, different brands. And, and I would love to hear more too from you as far as like how the podcasting is serving those brands, but just the ability to kind of grow your network. It's like the most powerful network building tool I've ever seen. I mean, you know, just to be able to connect with people and create that network that is such the most valuable asset in your business, in my opinion. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, how that's really helped you in terms of serving these brands, you know, through podcasting and growing network and other avenues. Yeah. Everything you said, you know, 1000%. Um, you know, I've, I've been in, in marketing and advertising and creative for, for over 20 years. And, you know, like I said, most people, especially in corporate, think of podcasting as entertainment value, right? And and that's mm-hmm. how most people do consume that content, right? I think the business yeah. entrepreneurship sort of podcast is a very small niche, you know, probably, mm. it's, I don't know, five, 10% of podcast listens. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, you, you probably know better. But I've um, actually looked I, the number up, but I don't remember, it but changes. it is small. Yeah. It's always changing. It's yeah. growing, definitely growing. Um, sure. But most people are consuming, um, you know, fictional podcasts and storytelling and uh, things like that, entertainment. And um, and I love and appreciate those type of, you know, platform, uh, the, the use of the platform in that way. And that's how it all started. But um, for what we do and what you said, in terms of <laughs> creating relationships, I always say the magic happens when the mic turns off because you're interviewing someone. And you're sharing their story, you're having a conversation and you're listening to them, you know, with intent and and and, and trying to offer value to, to everybody involved. Um, it opens the door to like so many opportunities. It's insane. There's no way to predict what's going to happen when you turn the mic on and what's going to happen when it turns off. That's when all the big deals in my life occurred. Like we shut the mic off, you know, and and and, and it's not like literally right after. But when the episode airs, that business owner reaches out to me, says, I listened to the episode. This happened multiple times and they became clients. I love Mm. my episode. Can you do this for me? Are you doing this for other people? And that's what started On Air Brands, my company. And I'm like, what? And that continues. It just continues to roll the ball and it's doing it for them, what it did for me. And just multiply it. Just it's like it's like uh, I'm an old school guy. You know, if anybody remembers the movie Gremlins from the '80s, it's like you pour water. Oh on yeah, it and it expands, it multiplies, and it just never ends. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's pretty cool. Podcasting is unreal. Yeah, you know, working with uh, clients, and I'd love to hear you know when people come to you and they came to you as a guest, right? Like they, they, maybe their interview, they, they did an interview with you and they listen back and they go, wow, really like, I really like the way that I was represented in this piece of content. Like I like the way my message was delivered. It look, it sounds good. It, I feel like it hits. And this is something I want to do more of. I want to do more podcasting. So they reach out to, to you and, 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 inquire about have, helping them do that, do that very thing for them and their brand. What are some of the challenges that you find with people when they're kind of getting started in that process of building kind of a podcast for their brand? So it, it, it all depends on the individual, what they're doing, what they're currently doing, where they are uh, on their journey. Um, you know, we don't, we don't work directly with, um, you know, startups or or people who are building a brand or want a podcast uh, to be the business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we work with 
business owners that are small to mid-sized, you know, a, a million million plus in business. So they have marketing budget and they have um they have the they have the capital to invest, but they don't have the time to invest. Right. So we are that turnkey solution where we understand your challenge is time. And we want to give that back to you. And we also want you to have what others have, the tool, which is podcasting, uh, to leverage in your business. Uh, so we make that easy for you, right? All you got to do is record, you upload it to the cloud, and then we do the rest. Right. So it's 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 very it's it's very niche, you know, for for the people that need our solution. Um, mm-hmm. but the challenge to answer your question is that for our clients and for myself as well. Uh, is finding the time to record the episodes. Mm. And we have to, um, our team, hold our, hold our clients accountable and say, hey, you know, we, we highly recommend you have three to four episodes in the pipeline. We yeah. don't see an episode, the folder's empty, and your episode's right. supposed to air next week. So things like that is a challenge, and we, we understand that they're busy. That's, that's, that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just getting them into the habit and holding them accountable is really the big challenge for us and for them. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed, um, you know, working with people as well, where I think sometimes people get in their own heads about, because uh, it's one thing, like, it's very different when you're the guest versus when you're the host. And, you know, when I'm, a, when I'm the guest, it's like the spotlight's on me. I'm answering questions. You know, it's, it's like, oh, I'm just talking about the things I do all the time. People are asking as a host is, you know, especially if you're doing interviews, it's very different. And oh, yeah. you're looking for like, you know, I want to, I'm trying to extract out information and that's, it's a different challenge. And I think sometimes oh, yeah. what I've noticed for people is, you know, or if they're recording solo content and you're just by yourself, you know, speaking in a vacuum almost just like, yeah. uh, it's like, get used to talking to yourself. Just talk to yourself more you're often. Good at that. I like your episode. I like your, your solo casts. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. it. It's, um, I talk to myself a lot and that's what helps, I think. <laughs> it's good though. I mean, like you're talking to yourself, but you're talking to me, right? You're talking to the listener yeah. uh, and you're, and you're really good with that. I, I, do you outline the, um, the thoughts before you turn the mic on or is it all just in your head? Um, you know, and this, this is a great like point of conversation to have, because I think when people are, are thinking about creating content, like what's your methodology to it? Like, how yeah. do you approach it? I, for me, I don't, uh, <laughs> I used to really get detailed and like what I was going to talk about. Um, I, I, before I pick a topic, I get very um, insightful with it first. Like I just think about it a lot and I think about my thoughts around it and I just get really comfortable with the, I guess the, the perspective of what it is. And then I bullet point out things that triggers that memory. So um, mm-hmm. I guess for like, for me, it's like when I, when I go and I record, I'll have like three or four bullets that will trigger that memory. And I just, I don't even look at them. I just know they're there. Yeah. And, and I might, I might peek at them. You know, I even got bullets for you, you know? Um, so I'm like, I'll yeah. peek over, but I don't, you know, I don't get too, cause if you get too caught up into it, then you end up, um, I think coming off sounding a natural, unnatural in yeah. a way. Totally. Totally. It's the guardrails. It's, it's just in case you start to slip off, you kind of look at the, the post-it or wherever you wrote it down. Um, yeah. I do the same thing. So it's, it's kind of cool to hear we have the same methodology. Uh, I do this for, for live posts too. Um, mm-hmm. I notice if I riff, most of the time I'll riff. Um, but sometimes I'll pre-record the video. 
And then I'm like, man, I was going off on a tangent. And as anyone who's probably listening, you probably could already tell, I, I go off on tangents. My brain's everywhere. It's all scrambled and abstract. And uh, I try to keep it linear as much as possible. That's me struggling uh, when I communicate. I'm like, keep it linear, man. Stay on track. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that idea uh, just so that it, there's focus, right? And <clears throat> and a clear path uh, to where you're going. Because like sometimes people will talk and you're like, okay, man, what's your point, man? Get, get to your freaking point. Yeah. Or at least tell us what the end game is, and then you know I, I'll, I'll take the, the trip with you. And I wanted to, I wanted to, I'm a metaphor guy. Speaking analogies, what you said, being a host versus being a guest, I liken it to. So, for example, I, I opened my calendar and I saw us that us we were going to spend time together, and it said Entrepreneur Circle at some point. I was like, oh man, Jake's my guest. I'm like, crap, that's going to be harder, right? That's going to be harder for me to drive because when you host, I'm I'm on, I'm at the wheel. You're you're the passenger. And you're just yeah. sitting along for the ride and you're enjoying right. And I'm steering the conversation. I'm mm. making sure we make the left turn, the right turn. But as long as we get to the destination. And when I saw, I was like, and then I you know, started scrolling through and I saw, oh, whew, I'm on Jake's podcast. Cool. I just need to sit <laughs> in the passenger seat. Right. And just, yeah. and just have a conversation. <laughs> This is like a, this, this conversation is more like a Tesla. We just kind of hit it on autopilot <laughs> and there's nobody, nobody's really driving right now. We're just yeah. sitting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why I also asked you, and I never really do this and, and we should do this as guests, um, that, that, that frequent podcasts ask the, for the ability to record so you can produce the content as well or have the mm. option to, but I have so much content, dude. I'm just like, I don't. I can't keep up with it. Like I'm so yeah. I, like I don't ask, but when we were pre-chatting, I was I was thinking, man, this is gonna be a good conversation because I'm gonna ask you questions too, and this is just a real conversation between bros that are in the same yeah. industry. And I'm like, can I repurpose this? And th thankfully, you said yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, and I'm you're actually one of the. Um, I want to say you. you if, I think you might be the only guest that I've had just since I podcasted that's actually asked me questions as a host. <laughs> And makes it more convert and because I was like, let's make it conversational. And and I, but I think people are like, no, I'm like, you know, they kind of put themselves in that mode of like, no, I'm the guest. I'm here to answer questions and kind of be that. <sighs> and uh it was a nice, it was nice. It was nice to uh it's like, oh, I get to well, ask, there's, answer there's, questions. There's more, nice. there's more coming. <laughs> nice. I, because I'm it ready. is different. <laughs> and, and you know what, dude? It's it's I've done it a hundred times, man. Just like you know, the same things, ask the same questions. And I like that this will be different, uh, different for you, different for me. Yeah. So that, um, you know, we experience something different because we're doing the same thing. It's almost like, you know, instead of a Tesla, I'll go old, even old school, more old school. When you learn how to drive, there's like the two wheels, <laughs> right? And then, oh, yeah. And then, but yeah. only one guy's got the brakes. That's you. You guys, <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> that's always weird. There's, driver. There's, yeah. There's two, two steering wheels. It's so weird. That is strange. I, <laughs> I remember when I was uh, learning how to drive, we had some um, very questionable driver's ed <laughs> teacher that it was just these old cars or wasn't the two steering wheels. He was just like, yeah, yeah, and you're fine. Just get in there and I'll, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll watch over it. But, um, but I remember um, the other driver's ed had the two wheels. I'm like, how does that work? Like if yeah. one person hits the gas and the other person is to brake, like what happens <laughs> to the car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah interesting interesting how we've 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 paralleled or we've tied podcasting in with driver's education it's pretty much the same thing so it is, um, man. It's, it's dangerous yeah. it's exciting it's it's it could be boring depending on uh who who you're with or if you're by yourself and you don't have a podcast to listen to <laughs> so what do you what do you 
what do you do? Like, I know, and we talked about this a little bit before the recording, and I think you touched on it. I think it's something good to kind of bring up for people who are, um, you know, the, the all, all encompass or the, the evil pod fade that sometimes creeps mm, in and, yeah. and, uh, you know, you start to kind of lose interest and, um, you know, you might have that client where they're supposed to keep three or four in a bank, but really they don't have any. And it's like, are you pod fading right now? Are you starting yeah. to lose interest? Is that what's happening? Um, what are some things that you recommend that somebody could, should do to kind of keep things fresh and interesting and keeping their motivation there for, for their podcast? One of the things that comes to mind and it's a great question, Jake, is that um, you have to not only be interested in creating your own podcast for content and for building relationships and, and all the benefits um, that are too many to mention, but you also have to become a fan, right? If you don't listen to podcasts, you don't get inspiration. You don't get ideas. Yeah. You don't get ideas of what not to do as well, right? Because you can listen to stuff. And this is a public service announcement for all who have podcasts and are listening to this. Please, 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 I beg you, if you have a podcast, be in a room that has furniture, books, something to absorb the echo. Because there are so many podcasts, Jake, that I listen to. And I'm like, the intro, they nailed it right? They're like, hey, this is the XYZ podcast and I'm your host, Jane Smith. And it sounds great. And then the podcast turns on, it's the laptop microphone through the Zoom application and they're in the echoey room in the kitchen or whatever it is. Mm. And their guest is too. Yeah. And then it's almost like if this content isn't valuable, I'm out because I can't the production quality is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Like they didn't take the care or the time or the investment into their craft. They're, they're just having a conversation through Zoom and don't care about the audience, right? Yeah. We're, we're, not, yeah. we're not listening to quality, uh, you know, uh, production here. And, and then, you know, you and I, you know, that's what we do. So it's like kind of our profession and we, we pay close attention to it. But I just want to recommend that to people. Like if you're going to have a podcast, please get a microphone and sit in a place that has some furniture in it. Yeah, I don't for know if I sure. answered the question, Madam. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, I mean, certainly like this this room I'm in right now, I tell them it's like a work in progress, but uh, I built it for, it's in my house, but it's, it's a studio space. And um, I need to do almost a YouTube video on this because I used to own a lighting design company. So I'm oh, like yeah. really, I'm really into like Is that the one you production. sold? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I sold it during, it's an event lighting design company. I sold it during the pandemic. Actually. What? Congratulations, man. <laughs> well, it was wow. a liquidated sale because the pandemic threw it down into the dirt, but gotcha. that's another story for another time. But, but hey, at least, yeah, you got some, something back though. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. I compare, <laughs> that's a whole nother rabbit hole. I'm feeling my, it's like, that's like, that's a podcast episode in itself, but, wow. uh, yeah, but I'd, it's, I'd listen to it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, you know, you, you, sometimes you find skill sets that you can take with you in new, new places. And, uh, so I like, I'm in the studio, I'm, you see me looking around, but, um, you know, I like, I have good production knowledge in terms of like setup and lighting. Mm -hmm. And I know how to, like, I called it the crap test. It's like cable rigging aesthetics and power. It's like, you got to think about those four things <laughs> when you're rigging or whenever you're doing great, any kind dude. of setup. Yeah. It's it great. was, uh, <laughs> So, so, you know, having that, I mean, there's little things, I got curtains right here. You can exactly. see there's audio panels, like just you know, reinforce the room and, and give it some uh, uh, acoustic, uh, make it acoustically sound for your sound and make it, make it sound right. Are you ready to invest in real estate, but don't have the time or enough education to do it by yourself? 
Accountable Equity helps accredited investors who are looking for tax-advantaged investments. So anyone looking for a team of professionals who hold themselves accountable with theirs and your real estate investments, Accountable Equity is your boots-on-the-ground team. Their mission is to bring private offerings to their investors and their clients. With a team of committed and experienced investors themselves, Accountable Equity is always looking for partners to participate in alternative investments which extend beyond publicly traded equities like stocks. Accountable Equity makes alternative passive cash flow possible for more people than ever before in our economy. To find out more, visit AccountableEquity.com. That's AccountableEquity.com. Or look for them on LinkedIn or Facebook. That's AccountableEquity.com or Accountable Equity. That's Accountable Equity, your partner for true passive real estate investments. Going, like staying kind of in this vein of content creation, uh, this is something I don't really, I haven't really spoke about too much or asked or inquired about. And I think there's a lot of people, and I've actually had a conversation the other day with somebody they want to co-host the podcast, mm-hmm. right? They're thinking about getting into co-hosting. I know you've co-hosted and you co-host and um, I almost co-hosted this podcast. The reason I didn't was because and this, I think this has a lot to do with being experienced and building a business and knowing how that can turn out down the road. And I've had some partnerships and stuff and I understand how that works. Mm-hmm. And I look at my podcast as like a business in itself you know, try to treat it that way. And I know that eventually when things grow, it becomes more substantial and then it turns into a real asset. And when you're co-hosting, you know, it's kind of a shared asset. So like, what are some, I guess, thoughts or what are your thoughts around co-hosting? What do you think somebody should consider if they are going to co-host? How do you navigate that decision? Oh man, dude, you're a killer, man. This is the... First time, and I've been in this game for several years, and anyone's ever asked me that question. So thank you. Yeah. And it's a tough one, bro. It is a tough one. Whew. Um, I don't I don't want to hurt feelings. And the thing is, it um it does get tricky, very tricky. And I'm speaking now from experience of, you know, three to four years of doing it and doing it with multiple partners, uh diff- on multiple shows. <laughs> And I will say in the beginning, it's very, very, very exciting. Just like any business startup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's new because it's new for both of you. Most likely, uh, you're both exploring this new, um, you know, voice together and this new platform and all the benefits that it has to offer. Um, but like you said, uh, you have to look at it in best case scenarios and worst case scenarios. When, when analyzing any partnership or JV. Yeah. And that is, you know, are we both passionate about this? Yes. Do we have the time and energy to invest in this? Because it's going to take our time. If that's yes, then yes. But then also, is this partnership worth building a business? Because if so, we need to get the proper paperwork in order. Like mm-hmm. you would any business, like think about what happens in worst case scenario, best case scenario, this podcast blows up and this is fantastic. And we all benefit and we reap the rewards and build relationships and build our companies and our personal brands. But if worst case scenario, it doesn't work out and things have grown to, like you said, to the point where it's a freaking asset. And if you're doing it right, that's what will happen. Well, then what happens if you're both super busy? And one person is doing all the interviewing and the other person's not, you know, you're not carrying your weight. 
Well, that becomes challenging, right? And then now it's like, well, we didn't write a prenup, did we? Right. <laughs> we didn't think about that. <laughs> you know, we didn't think about one person resenting the other because of the other. So there's a lot to think about. And I don't want it to discourage anyone, you know, like absolutely explore that, especially if it's a bestie or it's a business partner and um, you're already married in some way, shape or form through another business. Right. Yeah. So it gets very, 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 very tricky when committing to to someone uh, to create one thing. So that's mm. the best answer I can sort of. Yeah, that's 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 great. And uh, well, and I think it's something that people just need to be aware of yeah. because you're right about there's that whole honeymoon phase when you get started yeah. and, and, and that's just podcasting, just business. I mean, Hey man, like I got this idea and you start like, you know, ping pong and back and forth with it. And the oh, next yeah. thing you know, you're making moves together. And then before you know it, you're like in business together Yep. and you didn't think about, you didn't, you didn't, you just went into it. You didn't think about certain things about like, well, you know, who's going to be responsible for what? And, um, one of the big things I, you know, I've had some experience with partnerships and, um, understanding like what's your risk tolerance, like, Mm, you know, we might have some money here that we've got to manage that comes in and how are, yeah, teams, you know, are we going to hire an editor? Are we going to outsource it? What do we want to do? And a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it could get very, very tricky. Um, and as it grows, cause you know, if, if, if you're doing it right, it grows. And when it grows and you're doing a podcast that grows, you build a community, you, you, mm-hmm. you build a tribe of people and you, you, you know, they develop, you know, you know, you, you develop a fan base. Yeah. At some point you're going to realize that how much more can we give them? It's just the show, right? They want more, they need more. Well, then now it becomes a business like we were talking about. And, um, you have to figure out do we want to monetize this? Was that the goal? Wasn't it just to really build relationships and benefit our businesses? Well, now the podcast is a business and you can turn the light switch on, you know, to offerings from mm. the podcast community, right? And, yeah. then, and then potentially have meetups and then potentially have events all around yeah. that one brand. There's so many people right. that I know that are, that are co-hosts and friends and partners and that's what happened, um, myself included. Um, and... It's, it's, it, the, the conversations have to be focused around that as the business. It's a new business venture. And mm. how do we monetize it? How do we grow it? How do we serve more people and, and be true to the brand? It's just so much. It's, it's, it's so much. I, I'm in it right now. So it's, 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 it's so close to, to home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think you know for I mean because this podcast I'm targeting business owners and entrepreneurs and yeah. people who want to build it as a marketing asset for their mm-hmm. business, and uh, so there's a lot of alignment there. You know, it's, yeah, it's a podcast because sometimes like when I talk to people about podcasting that are new to the idea of it, that are business owners, they they tend to at least what I've found. I'd be curious to hear what you you found too, as far as response. It seems to be like a pattern that I tend to see is that people have this tendency to um, kind of look at it as uh, I almost feel like from the surface it can be a little bit undervalued of what it could be. 
It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I love listening to Joe Rogan. You know, he's fine. And it's like, yeah, but this is something that can build your network. And there's a lot of benefits to this that I think you're missing for the mm-hmm. person who's kind of new to it. So I think they can almost go into the project like, yeah, man, let's create a podcast. We'll record some content together. And that's kind of a, a fun little thing. But then the real, once you actually, for people who've gotten into it and they're into it, they realize like, this is more than, than that. There's a lot more to this. And um, so just remember that like, this is like, think of it as almost an extension of your business and you need to treat it as such and be, and take it serious. And cause it could be the best case, or like you said, the best case or the worst case scenario could happen. And you need to be, you need to be prepared for what that is and how to manage it just like you would in your own business. Yeah. I mean, I know we're <clears throat> sort of in the middle here and leaning towards, you know, the cons of doing it, but the pros definitely are. There's more than one of you, right? And if it's if if you're mm. doing a solo uh, podcast, you have full control, right? It's it's your decisions. You don't have to check in with other people, unless you're you're the solo um, doing it for 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 a company that you work for. That's a different story. I know people that do that. But um, when you have two people that are very passionate, they're two business owners. There's more voices promoting the show, right? There's True. more there's yeah. there's more energy being put out there. There's more networks. Uh, being aware of it. it. So you can get there faster by having a co-host, especially if both hosts have big networks. Mm. And that's what happened um, with my co-host. Um, and we're, the the show grew relatively quickly because we're both champions of the brand right. versus just having one person. And then you yeah. feed off each other's energy and, and, you know, it's nice. Some people need that dynamic, right? It's hard to kind of like, but that's why I thought this was, would be a great uh, opportunity to repurpose your show here on my show, because um, having these type of conversations, you, like you said, it's hard to have, have it by myself, right? You, you need someone to bounce. So some people work better having, yeah. kind of, you know, uh, another person in the room, especially if you have chemistry and uh, people oh, yeah. can feel it, you know, through the airwaves, they definitely mm. are like, oh man, these guys are fun. Yeah. 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 Have you experienced, have you done any co-hosting or guest hosting? (sighs) Um, a little bit. It's, uh, one thing I was, um, kind of testing out and I actually did it live for this show. It went to the Facebook page and, um, I'm planning on turning it into, you know, put it, bringing it over here to the audio, but I was doing kind of like a little podcasters round table, kind of thinking, I'm kind of like rethinking my format a little bit. Yeah. And, um, it was, uh, the thought behind it was, you know, the people that I'm bringing in are like, you, you've got to be in the pot. You got to be in the podcasting industry, serving in that industry. And, um, you know, as far as, as far as this goes, it's just open conversation. We're talking about like, what are some updates, things that are happening in the industry, things that we're doing that's working and, and trying to bring, I guess, more of like a, uh, kind of that, like the thing, I, one of the things I like about co-hosting, like from the listener standpoint is uh, sometimes I feel like I'm like really into the journey that they're on. Like I can like follow the journey a little bit in certain shows, I guess, as far as like the format goes, because like we're talking about like, oh yeah, this is what, you know, this is something I did for marketing my podcast or, you know, we were trying to do some podcast memberships and this is how that worked out for me. And this is, so you kind of feel like, oh, I'm like hearing the decisions, the good, the bad, Mm -hmm. you know, what, just with that specific people. So you get that consistency. And um, I don't know if that makes, hopefully I'm making sense here. I'm trying to like re 
resurface some of the thoughts that I originally had as I was kind of stewing with this idea. Um, but it was like one of the things that you brought up, I mean, you definitely hit some really good pros there, but one of them that really stuck out to me just through my little bit of experience doing that test was, um, the energy exchange you have, like when you've got somebody who, and I think that's really important when it comes to co-hosting is obviously you want to have somebody you have strong energy energy exchange with. It's like, man, when we are together, we vibe and it's just the dynamic between our personalities is really strong. And the way that we deliver is, is really powerful. And that could be really powerful for a listener or very uh, interesting for a listener. Um, you know, when, when you are co-hosting and that's your show, you know, you know, you can keep that consistent energy when you're doing interviews, you don't know the person as well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, I always like, I'll listen to the content of somebody before I bring them on as a guest mm-hmm. to get a feel for the energy, Yeah, but I've still never have had a conversation right. with them. Yeah. So you just, it's, there's some like unknown there mm-hmm. that kind of comes along with like the interview side of things versus co-hosting. So I think that's a big benefit with co-hosting is, um, or even if like, I see people that co-host where they bring on, they co-host the interview. So they bring on an interview, but it's like, you're getting interviewed by, it's like Matt Wolf and Joe Fear with Hustle and Flow Charts. Like, yeah, that's exactly co-host. what he's thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those guys. And um, it's like, which I found I've never done that before, but like, to me, it's like, okay, who's going to ask the question next? Who's going to jump in? Uh, How do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know uh, there's certain shows out there uh, where they do hand signals, you know, with it. So, I mean, we've never, we, I think we test drove like that. I was like, this doesn't work for me. I just, we'll just kind (laughs) of, we'll just sense. I can't, well, we used to, my co-host and I, and and the show I'm referencing is Capital Hacking, my my, um, business partner and, um, friend and uh, co-host on that show, mm-hmm. Josh McCallan. We used to do a lot of our recordings in studio. So we didn't need hand signals. We didn't need all that stuff because we were in the room together. Yeah. But then, you know, when when Zoom started to get more, you know, leveraged and popular, uh, we started doing, we're, we're strictly mostly doing that. I mean, we've, we still record live shows together, but um, the hand signal thing, like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just like, you can sense like, okay, I've been having the majority of the conversation Jake, you have anything you want to ask here? Because I'm going to ask something, and then you, mm-hmm. then you, you know, there's the opportunity there. It's kind of like double dutch, right? With the with the jump ropes, and you just got to kind of wait for the timing, and, yeah, and, and the pacing of it, and then you're like, okay, right. this is my time to jump in. Yeah, but um, it is interesting. Uh, the whole co-hosting thing. Um, it we have we have clients where they understand and know they want to have a conversation with someone they know, um or at least have the comfort of that person that they know in the room that they have chemistry with already, whether it's a business partner or friend, and then they want to host and interview people right on the show. Um, Now, what we were alluding to and saying actually directly, what if that doesn't work out? Or what if that person gets busy? Or what if they're not available? Or what if they're not committed to it as much as you are? Well, now now it's you by yourself. And now you're kind of stuck because you Mm -hmm. needed that person. Well, here's what I've been recommending to those clients is do a solo or find someone that's not necessarily committed. Maybe it's a business partner um, that you get along with and you can co-host, but understand, let them know and manage expectations that, Hey, I'm going to interview people, but if I have chemistry with someone, I'm going to ask them to be a guest again. And this is, I've done this in the past where I had repeat guests Mm -hmm. and then eventually they became a co-host and then eventually 
I, I gave them their own show, <laughs> but it, yeah, so it's different here because I'm a producer, but um, it's kind of cool way to test drive. Like, so say you and I are like, man, man, we were vibing so, so great, man. We should do this again. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, I was on two or three of your shows and I was, on, and you were on two or three of my shows. And you're like, you created all this content over time together. I'm like, right. why don't we just try to do our own show? So that's, that's kind of how it happened. It could happen organically, but, um, and then maybe you can have multiple co-hosts or they're just mm -hmm. frequent guests you yeah. know? and people can step into that episode or that podcast expecting to hear, okay, I'm going to hear from one of these people. So there's a lot of ways. That's what's cool about podcasting. There's no right answer. You just can play mm -hmm. and experiment and, and see what works for you. Yeah. Yeah, the the creative side of it is I agree with you. I don't like rules in marketing. <laughs> uh, That's great. It's yeah. it's uh I remember I remember learning that I concept when I I hired a brand. This is 2013 with my lighting business. I, I had hired this branding company and um I walk into their office and the I guess account rep or whatever walks up to me and she hands me a business card and I look at it. And there was like no title on the business card. It just had mm -hmm. her name and it said the Midnight Panther. And that was like her title. And I was like, what is this? And um, I said, what's the Midnight Panther? <laughs> and uh, she goes, oh, those are our spirit animals when we go in creative mode. Wow. I was like, and then the owner walks up and he had like the Nan Lansing Narwhal. And, uh, and then I started looking at their brand and everything. Yeah. And, um, but they, you know, they were working with, you know, billion dollar international companies. Wow walking in, handing a business card that says a Lansing Narwhal on it and it worked. And it's like, wow. Hey, you don't get so caught up into put, don't put yourself in this box of rules that, you know, yeah. have fun and experiment. And like, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. It doesn't yeah. need to be wrapped in all these rules and red tape. So, so true. So true. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to ask you, um, we're getting near the end here and I want to kind of uh, touch on on-air brands and what you're doing and how, you know, just, I always like to ask like, what's the, what's the relationship? What's the working relationship? Like if somebody wants to get started working with you, um, they're a podcaster, um, you know, what does that look like and how can they get connected with you? Yeah. It's interesting you say that because, well, you know, that's the typical sort of thing. Hey, you know, I don't know if you're a, a fan of um, hot, is it hot? What's it? Hot ones. It's, it's a YouTube uh, show and they eat hot wings and they ask questions and yeah. it's pretty funny. And at the end of it, he's always like, okay, you've earned the right to, you know, in this camera, this camera, this camera, tell people what you're doing, how they can reach out to you. But um, here's the one thing, and you and I do this, you know, when, when, when we, when we talk to people who potentially want a podcast, right? That's the mm -hmm. majority of the people, <clears throat> but there are people that we talk to and now more than ever, people have a podcast. Mm -hmm. So my question is to them now is, are you happy with your podcast production? Or no, this is even better. If you're in this industry, Jake and I can ask this question, and so can you, is what do you love best about the podcast production mm. company you're working with? So it's not to paint a negative light on it. It's kind of, and I've have to, I have to get into the habit. I'm not doing this, but I know that this is something that I need to do more often because more people have podcasts mm. now. Um, so yeah, if you're not, if, 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 if you're not super jazzed about what, what's happening with your podcast production, or maybe you hired a VA to do it and now you're ready to take it to the next step, um, you know, uh, or next level, that's when we love to talk, uh, on airbrands.com. You can check out what we do. Uh, but do you just email me E-R-I-K, Eric at on airbrands.com. I just want to chat. Mm. I'll answer some questions. 
I need to start asking myself questions like that <laughs> about people I work with. It's like, why, what is the best part? Cause sometimes you get very like, yeah, you know. that's good too, is to even it, as the only way we grow, right. Is to create more and more self-awareness and we should be auditing and we should be taking surveys for our clients in any business. Like, Hey, what are we doing? Well, what are we doing terribly? You know, um, can you, and, and a lot of them don't want to share that, right. A lot of them are, you know, it's like, no, nah, everything's great. Everything's great. But it's like, no, no, seriously, we're trying to grow. We're trying to expand. We want to be better. Yeah. What can we do F from your opinion? Because you're a client, you know, how can we, how can we make it better? If you love it, what's one thing? Give me one thing, you know, mm. need self-awareness. Yeah. And, and when it comes to, you know, people that you're working with and, or different, you know, whatever vendor or, or, or consultant or what what have you that you're working with um you know they need that if like if you want them to be better for you you need to give them that feedback and yeah. as long as this you know you know egos are left at the door it's like we're only here to make things better and be better and and if you want a better company and a better experience you gotta ask the tough questions sometimes that challenges the the process and the thoughts around how you work so um you know anybody listening right now and that you're thinking about think about that you know if you have a podcast what is the, i love that what's the best part of of working with them like what is that best part what do you like working about? Maybe what are some things that you wish could be better um, yeah. and challenge that side of it too. So uh, Eric, man, it's been amazing. Uh, I, I definitely enjoyed the, the, the conversation. Thank you for asking me some questions. That's, yeah, that wasn't that different and, and made it fun. So <laughs> I appreciate you, man. That's it for now, folks. If you'd like to stay in touch with the show, you can contact me directly at eric at onairbrands.com. That's eric, E-R-I-K, at onairbrands.com. And if you aren't already subscribed to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. And please recommend us to one or two people in your circle. That will go a long, long way to growing our community. Also, if you could rate us on iTunes, just take a moment uh, to give us five stars. And if they have more stars, give all of them. We'd greatly appreciate you for that. And always, always like, subscribe, and share, share, share this show on social media. We'd love you for that as well. And if you have any ideas or want to hear something on a future show, please hit us up. Maybe you have a question for one of my guests or you want to uh, tell a story, a success story. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that, especially if you're on the Anchor platform. You can leave us a voice message. We'd love to incorporate you and your voice on a future episode. Once again, folks, thanks again for listening to the Entrepreneur Circle. Please like, subscribe, and share, share, share. I am Eric Cabral, and as always, remember, your network is your net worth. So get in the circle. Yeah.